Hello and welcome to The Spooky Screen, where five best friends review horror and non-horror-ish movies and television shows. My name is Steven. I am the host of tonight's recording, and joining me today are my fellow co-hosts and UFO conspiracy theorists, David, Johnny, our co-host Johnny, I come in peace, (laughs) Noah, I don't come in peace. <laughs> and Nick. What was that? <laughs> nope. 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 <laughs> Anyways, we're going to be talking about Jordan Peele's latest film, Nope, tonight, uh, which is out in theaters now. Um, and we're going to dive into just our spoiler-filled review uh, in just a short bit. Uh, so stay tuned for that. But as always, I'm here to remind you uh, that you can catch a new movie review by us, uh, the Spooky Screen crew. Every other week, uh, we're available on YouTube where we're doing video reviews and also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify where we're going to resume uploading the audios of our video reviews. So uh, make sure to follow us on the Spooky Screen, at the Spooky Screen on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And if you'd like, feel free to also leave us a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts um, or done. It's up to you. Uh, just to remind our listeners and viewers, our last episode was Us uh, by Jordan Peele, which we reviewed in the lead up to Nope, um, which will be available on YouTube as of today, has been available for uh, a few days already. Um, and with that being said, how is everyone doing? Is everyone having a good start to their week? Noah, are you good? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Nick, how's I've your Monday better. going? You've been better? Okay, we oh, can talk about yeah. that off the recording. <laughs> a little guys therapy chat. Johnny, it looks like you're frozen. Oh, you're not Oh, frozen. no, no, no. I, uh, I'm i good. I'm trying to understand these chapters. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm good. What chapters are you talking about? Are you talking about a book or? I'm talking about, there are movie chapters. Oh, the the uh, chapters to know. Okay. And David, yeah. how how's your week going? Bloopity bloop. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm doing a pretty good job. I'm, I'm doing. I'm having a pretty good time. I'm enjoying recording with you guys. Awesome. Yeah, I'm happy uh, that everyone is here too, um, and excited to talk about this movie uh, tonight. Oh, and yeah. so we're gonna dive right in. Right, we usually do a five sentence spoiler synopsis. I'm realizing that it's a little bit difficult because the movie is broken up into five different sections and those sections include a ton of detail so we're going to do like a 10-ish spoiler uh 10-ish sentence spoiler synopsis uh it doesn't roll off the tongue as easily uh but uh we are going to be spoiling the movie here so just be aware of that as we dive into uh the discussions and we're going to start out with noah who's going mm-hmm. to uh lead off the spoiler synopsis of Jordan Peele's note. So, Noah, we're handing it off to you. Okay. The movie opens on the aftermath of an apparent chimpanzee attack during a live audience recording of a family sitcom. The film then transitions to a ranch in the deserts of California where a father and his son, OJ, one of our main characters, and his daughter, sorry, the father's daughter, Emerald, where they train horses to appear in Hollywood movies. The father of the, who owns the ranch is killed by a, car, a quarter which falls from the sky, leaving the brother and the sister 
in charge of their failing family business. All right. Thank you, Noah. Johnny, we're going to hand it off to you. Oh, I think you're muted, my friend. I'm going to do my best here. I'm not a like a very good sequential mapper of movies, so I take a feeling away, not a, a map away. But anyway, the movie begins with um, a brother and sister trying to figure out how to run their family's uh, business uh, without their father uh, struggling to um, make ends meet, uh, where we quickly learn that... Um, that they're selling horses to uh, get by to the neighbor ranch um, who we quickly find out is um, doing well and doing something with those horses, which we are not sure. And we're introduced to that character. Jupe. Jupe. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Who uh, is part of a series of flashbacks of uh, a violent chimpanzee on a TV show where he was a childhood star, um, which, uh, he has a secret room that he invites them in and explains some of his history on the ranch, um, as well as uh, a mystery of uh, some creature going to Jupe's ranch in the night, um, leading them to think that something is, uh, well, maybe I said that wrong, actually, I shouldn't have said creature yet, but uh, something is amiss, and um, they need to figure out what it is. Maybe they can uh, make a living off of it. Uh, by selling it to the tabloids. So they purchase a bunch of uh, camera equipment and uh, try to find out what is going on on their ranch and their neighbor's ranch. I feel like we're at 10 sentences by now. <laughs> um, all right. Thank you, Johnny. You stop calling it five sentence spoiler. I know. It's, it's Call tough. It like it's a really tough. Beast. It's like you <laughs> either leave a ton of detail on the table or you have to cover the movie well enough that our audience is reminded by it. So I, I can understand that. All right. So with that, thank you, Johnny. We're going to hand it over to Nick, who's going to cover the next part of the film. So Nick, have at it. Um, we are flashback to the beginning of the movie in which the chimpanzee Gordy is seen on a TV show called Gordy's Place, where he is a monkey or a chimp rather owned, but that's owned by a family. Uh, in an episode that is about the chimp's birthday, balloons are introduced and begin to pop, which sets the chimp off into a frenzy where he begins to murder the cast before approaching Ricky Park or Jupe to try to fist bump him like he did, like they would do normally on the TV show. But before the two can fist bump, he is shot and killed right in front of him. All right. Thanks, Nick. Uh, we're going to hand it off to David. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> Sorry. Somebody didn't allow me to have my ice water. <laughs> OJ, M, and Angel. Uh, the guy who, who is Angel? Yeah. Oh, we didn't cover Angel yet. Uh, the the new uh, member of their trio from their in universe Best Buy. Uh, try to set up high-tech cameras and realize that all of the electrical cameras cannot capture what they are trying to, like the image that they're trying to capture. So they phone up Holt, who is the cinematographer from the commercial that they lost in the beginning of the movie. And because he's got a bunch of old um, non-electrical equipment. And so he gets out to the farm and they convince him to come get the impossible shot. 
and uh, it ends up with all four of them at the ranch. All right, so that's where I'll pick up. This is the last part of the movie where Emerald O.J. Holst, which is the director of that commercial that they lost earlier on, and Angel will bait what they're calling Jean Jacket, this UFO, towards the farm during the middle of the day. Um, They have this plan, but it quickly falls apart where Holst ends up getting eaten by Jean Jacket, the UFO, and Angel almost gets eaten um, as well himself. Um, But now Jean Jacket, our UFO, is extremely pissed off and unveils his final form and chases M towards the park that Jupe owns called Jupiter's Claim, where she releases this large inflatable balloon of Jupe into the sky and begins to take photos of that balloon with the wishing well crank camera at the park until Jean Jacket attacks the balloon, it explodes and kills Jean Jacket for good. And she has her perfect Oprah shot of Jean Jacket trying to eat the balloon. The end, cue credits, fade to black. <laughs> Guys, our 25 sentence spoiler synopsis. <laughs> Couldn't have gone any better, honestly. Like, bravo to us. I'm really proud. <laughs> it was a good summary of the movie, though. Yeah, it was. It was we a solid a summary. Few key scenes, but I think those are like those are your yeah. treats when you go see the movie. Yeah, please let us know the... if if we've covered the spoiler synopsis in the comments below. But yeah, I think that I think that was really well done. I think it it was comprehensive, and I'm ready to move on from the five sentence spoiler synopsis to the fifty sentence spoiler synopsis. Um, all right, so. We're going to introduce the gimmick for this episode, which I think is kind of fun. Basically, uh, we always have a gimmick in these recordings to kind of spice things up a little bit. So for today, throughout the podcast, everyone gets one nope that they get to yell out when someone is making a statement that they vehemently disagree with. That person who's making the statement must stop talking immediately without any protest. And the person who yells out the nope gets to make their counterpoint uninterrupted or they get to divert the conversation elsewhere completely. That's our gimmick. Uh, You guys can unleash that at any given point. Again, use it wisely because you only have one um, throughout the episode. Or maybe we end up just peace, love, and happiness. Can we do a really quick vote who we think will leave tonight with the most nopes against them? Yeah, I'm going to... I'm gonna make David too. <laughs> Buddy David. Honestly, it's just it's just a weapon to get him to stop talking. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding, David. I love Did you guys. But I can easily do all noping, David. <laughs> Did you guys all see the Steph Curry nope commercial? No, no. we're not talking about that. Right uh, yeah, now. I know. Um, all right. That's so the YouTube channel. We're gonna yeah. actually, David. You are gonna be uh, the one to kick us off with likes and dislikes. So. Uh, tell us whether you liked or disliked this movie. Um, it's uh, like or dislike. It can't be middle of the pack. Um, be specific. Boil down your reasons to a couple ultimate whys. Um, specificity is the name of the game. Um, what worked for you? What didn't? So, right. uh, sir, the floor is right. yours. Before I get noped. All right, everyone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would never nope you. Never. All right. This is Jordan Peele's third movie. 
that he's directed, written, directed. <sighs> I, can, I, boy, can I go? No, no, can I go no, now? No. Can I know him? No. <laughs> All right, I've, I've, I've worked to boil this down. We all saw this really late at night, and we all agreed that there was some like maybe like late night enthusiasm, energy, like hype after seeing it in the movie theater. We saw it all together, minus Steven. Um, and so there was like some adrenaline. I probably drank too much icy. But in the subsequent days since seeing the movie, I'm going to have to say ultimately I didn't care for it. Because I feel like I've seen it before. There were a lot of great, there's a lot of, I'm not going to say that there weren't a lot of great things and I can talk about a lot of good things and a lot of what I liked, but ultimately I feel like I've seen this movie before. Whereas in us, I feel like I've never seen that movie. Okay. And that was, that's it. That's it. Okay. That's Thank it. you, David. So David did not like this movie. He did not care for it. Uh, we're going to well i want to hear him out i want to see what his you know initial i told you i'd keep it short yeah appreciate that so nick why don't we go to you uh you tell us whether you liked or disliked this movie and why um so i was sitting and thinking about this all day um and i think i have to agree with david in the sense that i could talk about how great this movie is and the good things about it but i feel like at the end of the day I just didn't like it as much as I hoped I would. Um, I feel like Jordan Peele's movies just go from like great, good to meh now. Like he's just kind of been downgrading from movie to movie. Mm-hmm. And I just, by the end of the day, I just didn't care about it. Like, yeah, there's fantastic things about it, but can you, I don't. Can you be a little bit more specific as to like what you did not like David saying his complaint was that he's seen this movie before. Um, um, to me, the plot was really disjointed. I always felt like with the chapters it was a matter of they were making a point and then they just got cut off in the middle of the point to be like chapter two and i was like wait a minute i was still watching that um there are things about the <laughs> yeah. movie i would have preferred they focused on other over things that they didn't uh you really feel the runtime i don't know if that was just the crappy seat or if you just really felt the runtime okay um but because even yeah I, I don't know like i just it's nothing to me it's nothing to write home about it's nothing particularly special and now it just feels like par for the course for jordan peele Okay. Thank you, Nick. Appreciate your opinion. Johnny, I'm going to hand it over to you. Well, well, well. Um, We saw, so four of us saw this movie together in theaters, which does not happen frequently. Um, And I did have uh, a significant amount of chocolate chip pancakes with syrup and an icy. Pancakes at the movie theater? No. No, the diner. No, the diner. He, he oh, stuffed them in his he stuffed them in his shirt and was Yeah. So the there could have been a, a little bit of a sugar high. That's that's a real thing. Um we we it was a good movie though, and I did it's tough, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to my guns here because uh I believe it's worth doing. So I liked this movie. Okay. I still like this movie. Uh, a few days passed, though, and I do think the the dopamine and the insulin levels have leveled out. And um, I, I would say I like it with some um, some strong criticism. But again, I think 
what I stand by is that this movie is uh, crafted cinema. Mm-hmm. And you can feel that despite any shortcomings and flaws, um, there's depth, there's passion, uh, there's creativity that is just, <clears throat> it's not very accessible nowadays. Um, and so I just think it's special. Um, and I thought, I found it a little ironic because we just did our short spoiler, our short non-spoiler review. And then suddenly we're whacked with two I don't like it. And I'm like, okay, but I get it. I get, I think we would all agree this is worth seeing in the movies, despite liking it or not liking it, it's a movie worth seeing in the movie. Yeah. Uh, and not every movie nowadays, you can even say that remotely. So I like it. I like it because of its craft and its aesthetic and its passion and its creativity. Um, but, you know, it doesn't absolve it of its sins. So, All right. Johnny, appreciate it. Thank you for your opinion. Um, so you are, an, uh, you are an official thumbs up. You like this movie. So the first thumbs one... So far, and then we're going to hand it off to Noah, and then I'll go round this out. So Noah, uh, hit us with it. Yeah, okay. This one was a tough one for me as well. <clears throat> I like to break things down in you know what I liked and what I didn't like, and then make an ultimate decision from there. So first off, what I liked about it looks fantastic. Uh, as always, Jordan Peele has an eye for design and visuals, and you can just watch them you can just watch his movies and they're just a visual feast he makes things stand out and not just in his movie but when compared to other movies of the same genre like the alien movie which has been done to death he's able to bring these um iconic um iconic moments that you you haven't seen and be instantly become memorable like the cloud with the flag in it or the UFO be abducting people, it being an actual creature. And then when it abducts people, it's actually swallowing them into its throat. Like those things were like, those were my favorite parts of the movie. Mm-hmm. The other thing I liked was I liked the likable and interesting characters. Um, I liked how OJ was a stoic, but dependable cowboy that you'd see in like a normal Western. I liked that his sister Emerald was charismatic, but a flaky entrepreneur. But the standout for me was Jupe. Um, he his tragic backstory, which was fascinating, coupled with his like Ahab like um, desire to kill his Moby Dick in a way. When it comes to the alien, was that to me was the draw of the entire film, and I could have watched an entire movie just based on him. I loved Jupe. Um, to what I didn't like, I didn't like the pacing. Not that it was slow, because I know that's a common criticism in this movie, but I didn't really, f- I'm okay. I watch a lot of slow movies and I'm okay with it. But for me, it felt very overstuffed with ideas. And it's not like they were bad ideas. There were so many good ideas that I feel like Jordan Peele didn't want to get rid of any, so he kept them all. But it really, it, it, it was almost too rich for me. It was like a juicy, it was like a slab of steak that had these really juicy parts, but then there was just so much fat in between that I got a little sick. And I wish the runtime was a little shorter. I think if if he was able to cut things, it would have just made it a little more lean. Um, the next thing that I didn't like, which is ultimately the my biggest drawback, was the theme and the subtext. Um I feel like I understood what he was saying, 
regarding the exploitive nature of media. And I, I admire how he seamlessly, you know, put it into the movie. And like he hid it in plain sight, but there was just so much. It's like us, you know. There's so much hidden meaning in every symbolism, but the but what he's actually trying to say with the exploitive nature of media, I didn't connect with. Like it just emotionally, um, empathetically, I just I didn't care for that subtext. And that's nothing saying to him. Like that's more of a personal thing. Like I just don't, you know what I mean? It's not it's not personal to me, so it's kind of lost on me. Um, and there was moments where that really, really hit me hard, like the TMZ moment, like that, like was like, that was like chalk fingers little, on a chalkboard. For it was me. a little cringy that moment. Yeah, yeah, like it, it was too. Completely. It, it it showed me what it, the, he was trying to say, but it was also show me why I didn't really care for it. But again, that that could work perfectly with someone else, just not for me. So. There's a lot to love in this movie, but ultimately I came away not liking it. And I really try to be, I'm trying to be more stingy with my likes and dislikes to really kind of understand what I really love. So I'm ultimately saying I didn't dislike it, but I will, with, I'm, with the caveat of saying I will watch it again to see if that opinion change. Because I do want to watch it again. I think it deserves a watch. And I agree with Johnny that this is a special movie that you don't see often. And it's better than most movies out there. So I don't want to just... I don't want my life to be like, this is a bad movie. It's just mm. personally, I didn't enjoy it as much as I wanted to. Okay. All right. Thank you, Noah. So you're a dislike, right? Officially. I'm a dislike. Yeah. Yeah. So the tally currently is three dislikes and one like uh, by Johnny. I'm not actually expected. This is very surprising. I will be uh, taking the side of Johnny. I like this film actually um cross that out i love nope um i think for with nope jordan peele for me has now been kind of firmly established as like a genre filmmaker that i will always watch in theaters no questions asked and i think that he's earned this right um earned that right in my opinion because uh nope and this is a bold statement is probably the best film that he's made to date um and if i had to rank it right now nope would be number one I think that uh, the thing that I love most about this film is that it's uh, both thrilling, imaginative, funny, and exciting. Um, and it's a true summer blockbuster film that I've, uh, I've thoroughly enjoyed in quite some time. Um, and I've you know felt a mix of emotions. I really couldn't look away. I just had a great time during my viewing experience. So last week, I gave us a thumbs up uh, during... Uh, our review and I had some criticisms um, in regards to uh, you know him trying to over explain some things about the tunnel people and the world that they inhabited and how they came to exist and I felt like he took uh, all those criticisms uh, in nope and was able to not give us any easy answers he was able to keep things to his chest uh, things were cryptic um, and he explored a lot of different ideas and inquiries through the vessel of a UFO genre movie. Uh, and I found that to be really exciting. Um, and so Nope is hands down one of my favorite movies of the year. Um, and I can get into more detail about why I liked it, but I thought that at the end of the day, this was a true popcorn movie for the summer. It had a lot of big ambitious ideas that it wanted to explore. And I thought I was convinced by what it was trying to say. And for that reason, I ended up really loving this film. Um, so yeah. So a love effectively 
uh, negates your three dislikes. <laughs> Counts as a five. Automatic one hundred percent. Oh man, when Nick and David went with the dislike, I was like, oh my god, this movie's well, gonna. You should have known Johnny David. David was gonna flop. The one. You huh? know, David was gonna flop on his OG. Answer, what do you mean? Though. Well, listen. I'd like to. I'd like to. If I can oh, have like a one, one more minute, Stephen. For what? Just a one <laughs> one minute caveat. Noah had, you know, everybody's saying what they love about this movie. And I will say, if you are like a creature feature fanatic, if you love monster movies or like just monster movies, the antagonist and the monster and the creature in this movie is probably one of the most imaginative takes on it that you will probably that hasn't been seen in like I want to say five six years. Everyone seems to be copying each other on how the creatures move, how the creatures look. It was a minute. And that, was, that was left. Build something up and then just undercuts himself completely. No, I'm not saying I, I. You can love something, but I'm saying I've seen it before. But it was still refreshing to see it. I don't see. What, I don't see what you get. I thought, I thought the, the the crescendo, and then he was like, "I haven't seen this in like five years." David, you can't. You can't. I you have can't, seen it. I know. But no, David, you no, can't. I can make a critique about repetition in in the industry, nope. and then seeing nope. something. Nope. Okay, you got unique, yeah. but nope. I can still. You got noped. Right. You got noped. Okay. All right, Johnny. Wanna you want to make a point? Yeah. I just wanted to nope you. <laughs> nope. All right, I'm gonna continue what I'm saying. Unless anybody wants to know me. Yeah, you know me. No, no. <laughs> no. I, I'm just saying you can't. You can't. Yeah, you can open nope. You can't lead. No with one said you're going to open nope. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm going to open a nope. Is anybody going to nope my oh nope my for God. a nope? It's just nope. Like completely dismantled. Oh, We're moving on. All right. This is the okay. rule that you've established, Stephen. This is the world right. that you've This created. is the world you've built. All right. Didn't establish the rules or checks Nick, and balances. Nick has Nick has raised his hand like a civilized human being. We're gonna we're gonna hand it over <laughs> to him. So Nick, I asked for a minute. You turned it into four. Nick, um, what did you what did what did you want to say? I just wanted to add one more clarifying detail as to why I didn't like the movie, which came down. Uh, why really does, why does everyone need oh, wait, just, let, just let just let Nick it, talk? It came down to the fact uh, I should. I'm like right up on the mic. Is, no, you're bouncing. Your Nick. screen is bump. Your screen is bouncing. Yeah, because oh, you have that. your little. And then stop that, and then you can you can talk. Yeah, your okay. little. You gotta unclick the. You gotta unclick the hand, Nick. There you okay. Go. All right. I was like, okay. Wait. 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 Okay. So we're gonna hand we're gonna hand it over to Nick. Nick had something to say. So Nick, go ahead. You have the floor. Um, my last clarifying, like, just to make a clarifying detail as to why I did just uh, why I did dislike this movie. Because um, hmm. I wanted to nope Noah, but it was already well past when he said that OJ was stoic. But to me, like, he didn't seem stoic so much as he was just unenthusiastic. And if he wasn't enthusiastic about the movie, I sure didn't feel enthusiastic about it. Nick, have you ever seen a Western? It didn't seem Western-y to me more, though, than he He just kind of seemed untethered, where he was like, meh. This is the the Clint. He was embodying a certain uh, machismo, 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 like machismo. I understand like, that, but it just didn't sell to me. I I get that, but I think you need not to so watch much more westerns. I, I think it was more you need to watch more westerns. Yeah, presence, maybe like maybe start out with a couple Clint Eastwoods. You need to, wa- you need to stop watching you know? Sailor Moon and start watching <laughs> Clint Eastwood. 
Don't talk crap right, about Sailor right. Moon. Oh man, this is getting dirty, guys. We have three dislikes, two likes, right? Like there is like something here to discuss that maybe we can kind of like spar over. So I'm just like wondering what exactly that is, you know? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm curious with that too, Stephen, because it's like us was such an easy like 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 right. Whereas right. this movie seems to be a little more contentious, even in like what you're seeing in audiences, there seems to be a, a bit of a divide and it's interesting to try and figure out what is that divide, right? What is, what is really the, like, how can we no, go from you loving it to someone not liking it? Do you not think though that they're what, I feel like the debate that they prompted is good. It's just, they won't, they're going in circles. Like I don't think even a thing as an originality. I don't think people are upset about the originality because we see things regurgitated all the time. We see the same right. Marvel movie every every three months. We see the same Marvel movie that's reskinned, like and people still cry when they see it on screen. What re- I think what really deters people is the pacing. I really think it's the it was a little more slow, and it was a little more disjointed. And I and I think not necessarily disjointed in Jordan's mind. Like he he clearly had a vision and it's clearly connected, but I think the pieces are a little bit further apart. And I think it's weird for the general audience to see a summer blockbuster, but it's also an artsy fartsy kind of film, like a two and a half hour. You know what I'm saying? Blockbuster. But how is like it? It's not as it's not as fast as Us or Get Out is. There's a lot more downtime and things just happening to happen. Yeah. So you know. I- I feel that it's also what divides people are people who, because this is supposed to be a horror film, but people mm-hmm. like, obviously it's much more than that, but people who just came to the film who expected to see horror, they're just like, oh, this is boring because it's not, it's not a traditional horror film because it's more of a Western. And that's probably what kind of bothers me. I was expecting a little more horror. And like I said, I thought, I mean like, yeah, Daniel Kaluuya's performance, like, you know, could have been great and evocative of cowboy movies, but like, to me, it just seemed unengaged in the movie. And if the main character was unengaged, then I was unengaged. But like, I don't, I haven't watched a lot of cowboy movies, so that might be something that I overlooked. But to me, that still ruined my experience of the movie. But I think, I think that's the, I think that's the thing though, right? Like, I think you cannot go into a movie experience and, and say like, hey, because it referenced a movie that came before it, that ruined, I've seen this movie before and it ruins it. Or because this character acts in a way like you have to kind of try to expand your like understanding of the film, right? Like if you're not just approaching it from like an entertainment angle, you want to kind of like assume like all of these different influences and things that can inform the product itself. It's like reading a book and then just being like, okay, that's it. Like there's reasons why book clubs flourish because you read a book together and then you discuss it and other people can help point out different parts of the book that are more enlightening through uh, more enlightened through a discussion, right? I could, I could Steven, come to the consensus. I'm curious. Oh. Yeah, go I'm ahead. Curious, Stephen. Do you have any criticisms of the film? Um, I would say the one criticism that I have with the film is that it starts. If you divide the film in two parts, the first part of the movie is quite a bit slower than the second part of the movie, and I think mm-hmm. I, I, I agree a hundred percent. And I think that it, he could have done more to like, and I, you know, like I love that scene where it was the kids playing the prank on OJ in the barn. And I wish there was a little bit more of that, but with the actual creature. 
to kind of ramp up the suspense and the tension right. and the stakes. And I think that if he'd done that a lot better, then people would have been much more engaged with the film. Um, I, I do agree. I think the first act is where it, you really feel it. Yeah, exactly. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna hate me, Stephen, but I can come to a consensus on what Noah said. I think if this was a tight ninety minutes, or at least thirty, like thirty, forty-ish minutes, were cut out of this movie, I feel like like forty or fifty percent of people's complaints would would be I mean, wiped that, away right there. That's like and, what. That's what every every person would say about the film, right? Like any film that they don't like. It's like if they cut out like an hour, half an hour, like it would be a much better film. And that's what like, you know, studio heads usually approach these types of films, problematic films, where they're just like, let's just cut more, you know? Um, at what point do our logical and honest opinions about our dislike become not good no, enough so opinions? I, I, I think, no, I, it's not about being good enough. I just think it has to be fair right like so like noah's complaint about uh the plot pacing totally valid right but if you're going to be watching like marvel films and like films like us that are clearly inspired by other horror films that came before it like that's not that doesn't really hold up you know to me in my opinion steven instead of us you know combating each other's opinions i would like to know what ultimately you Made, made you love it you know like because i will admit like i, I said yeah. there are such great moments in this like i will say that the the whole gordy section will probably stand out in my mind for the stand out in my memory for the rest of my life because mm -hmm. that to me that will top top that will top lists in my brain of best horror moments in a movie because it's so well done it's so chilling and it's such a it's such a great idea that's never been done for, before and it's done so viscerally and it ends so perfectly right. you know like that moment in that was like the pinnacle of the movie for me there's other great moments but that was just the pinnacle of it so i i feel like i feel like we've become uh us versus you and i don't really want that to be because this movie is really good right you know so I feel like us are just make saying get out and you're like nope. There we go. I love your contributions, Johnny. Uh just keep it up. Um so I would say well, the well, reason to be fair, you won't concede that the pacing is off and we're all agreeing. No, I, I, I just said the first half of the movie was he quite did say far. the first act. That but, was, but that was my main point. But your your point is you can't cut any scenes out. But if the if it's wrong, no, that's then... not I'm not I'm not saying right? like I'm saying that like I guess like to tie it, tie that into like why I love the film is that the film is the reason why I love this film is because like there he's able to create these types of movies to challenge his audiences. And Johnny, I know you're going to roll your eyes at this because you inherently view movies as entertainment, but he is able to challenge his audiences without, I feel like isolating them. Right. So like you can ex access the movie on a very basic level as just a UFO movie uh, that invades a ranch, eats a bunch of people and rains blood on a house. Right. I think you mean There's UAP. Thank you very much. They UAP. had to change it as angel told us level one, right? Level two is like, okay, there's some like conflict here, like socioeconomic topics. Like, you know, my grandfather was the black jockey who rode on the horse. The very first film, there's some commentary about filmmaking and like recording things on cell phones. 
oh, the ranch is falling on hard times, yada, yada, level two, right? And then level three, you get into like the biblical quote at the beginning of the movie, what spectacle is about, the consumption of media, the cycle of like, you know, how violence begets violence because we're like, we become the things that we consume. That's what Jordan Peele is essentially saying. That's level three, right? And I love the fact that you can like kind of access these films on these different levels if you choose to do so, right? And that's maybe roll my eyes at it. No, because I'm saying that you you you've made the argument that you typically like to just kind of like watch movies oh, as, oh, yeah. as entertainment, I, right? Just to, qualify, I'm saying that there's something to clarify, my point is that's just my, that's what I contribute to the podcast. Not that right. I don't appreciate it. That's my contribution. Right. Political I think, thumbs up. <laughs> I think for me, the reason why I love this film so much is because it plays on all those levels effectively. It's a genre yeah. film, UFO film. It was funny. It was exciting. I loved the creature itself and I love the design of it. I thought it was unique and I haven't seen something like that before. And then also there are some really deep ideas that it's trying to explore, but not answer about like, uh, you know, if we had to summarize it up in one word, spectacle. What does spectacle mean to the modern audience who's always craving the next 15 second video of someone punching someone out outside of a bar or, mm-hmm. you know, is is looking at a, a drone footage of some building getting blown up? Like what Jordan Peele is asking through this like UFO movie is like, should we be careful about the things that we consume on a daily basis, which kind of fits in with this idea of like, don't look at the. Don't look at Jean Jacket in the eye because he will consume you, which mm-hmm. fits in with the idea of Gordy and, you know, this. I will uh, go to Noah because he's raising his hand politely. But yeah, Noah, what, what do you have to say? I understand that, Stephen, but don't you think that the ending somewhat ruins that a bit, what you're saying? In what way? The fact that she captures him on spectacle in the well her oprah yeah. shot doesn't that kind of take away from what you're saying because right because they it, kind of fall prey to that yeah exactly i think that's human nature but i think that that only just re like it's kind of like the ending to parasite right like director bong is not saying that he has an answer to how we resolve class warfare he's just depicting the reality as it is by showing this kid who's like has a dream of like buying the house that his father's captured in by raising millions of dollars, but he's never going to do it in the same way that, you know, Emerald's going to go through this entire ordeal, but she's still focused on capturing the spectacle because that's just human nature, right? So that's an ending that people can look at and be like, oh, wow, like, you know, there are some questions that maybe I can ask, but the characters don't have to learn themselves because they're just kind of being caught up in this cycle that the film is eager to kind of depict and help dissect, you know, through its depiction. Mm. I get your point. I mean, I, I, think, point. I think the minimum takeaway that we can all say is that this movie uh, demands a response from you, right? Like it demands yeah. Like yeah. a reaction, which means there's some substance there that people should see, people should take in, they should do what we're doing. Not every movie you can say that about. Um, it's ironic because we just did Jurassic Park series and like the whole shtick of the new Jurassic Parks is like copying the old ones. And we've just discussed, was that good or bad with many different 
you know, opinions. If you haven't seen that series, watch some of them. It was a good time. But, you know, ultimately this movie is, you know, way in a different league than that. And this is cinema. This is craft. There's meaning, yeah. enjoyment here that's yeah. like unbelievable. Yeah, and I just think I, I think it's kind of me mirroring how Noah thought about us. I just think that there's so much there to mine and understand about the film. Like you said that Jupe is like the most fascinating character to you. I agree with you. He's probably the most fascinating character for a whole different like whole variety of different reasons. But what it really comes down to is this is a boy who experienced something extremely traumatic, became a hero after surviving it, had this mix of like PTSD survivor's guilt and morbid fascination with feeling that way again, probably fell on hard times at his park because he had all of his Gordy stuff hidden away in a closet and was like, shit, I just found a UFO. How am I going to use it to my advantage? Whereas you have OJ on the flip side of coin saying, you need to get into an agreement with the animal. Like they're, they're like perfect foils for each other. I just think that the film is really well written with these things in mind. And I feel like the runtime kind of justifies it. Yeah, Noah. Can I, can I just say that the movie makes more sense to me from the lens and perspective of Jupe? Right. Like, I feel like more of the themes and subtext is tied so much better from his, you know, story. Like, yeah. it just works so much better. You're, you're flipping the and, world, right? You're saying that they should have focused on Jupe and let... Yeah. I don't want to yeah. I don't want to rewrite the story. I'm yeah. just no, saying, I know. If I, I it, if focusing just on him, I just feel like he makes the story feel like he is the, he is the string that that connects everyone everyone he's, else feels more like outliers trying to get in right they're trying to capture the alien where he feels more like he has a personal connection to it like he has this traumatic event resulting from film like from being filmed and how it's affected his life even his people that he's loved in his past like that girl who got her true face her face chewed off like it feels more like he's more personally connected to the film than any other character and mm. that's why he's more fascinating to me and Yes, I do wish the film was more centered around him, but it's not my story to tell. I'm just trying, I'm just making that point that I connected the most with him and I wish I got to see more of him and let the story be more about him. Does that make mm. sense? That makes it sense. it feels more connected. But he, yeah. would you agree that he's ultimately a tragic character? I would say yeah, he- Yeah, but that's, why I, lo- that's yeah. why I loved him. That's why I loved him because he was, he wasn't like the hero of the story. He was trying to- um, not, I don't want to say defeat trauma. He was trying to overcome his trauma, almost. I don't, like, I, but I don't agree with that. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't, think, don't think. I don't think so. he was I trying think... to overcome his trauma. I think that he was trying to. Just the to reason why he, yeah, the, yeah, exactly. He didn't address I it. I don't agree. No, because he, he kept was... having before he had his big speech. He always had flashbacks of Gordy, like whenever he was rehearsing. And even when he was talking about, he put on that show that he wants to manage it when he's talking about the SNL skit, right? He's telling them, oh, it's funny. Oh, Catan did a great impression. But deep down, he has this trauma that he's hiding and that he wants to, he wants to overcome. I, I saw it like that. Like when he's staring at the UFO and he wants the horse to take it, right? He, it's his chimpanzee. It's his, it's his fist bump moment. It's not him trying to sell it. There's no one in the seats. There's no one. There's like 40 people in the seats. He's not trying to 
sell it. He's he's putting on a show like there was a thousand people in it because it didn't matter to him if there was forty or a thousand people. It, it was about the fist bump with the alien to him. Okay, I'm gonna say nope, and I'm gonna say the reason why I'm saying that is because for me, Jupe is someone who never dealt with his trauma because he basically turned that entire ordeal into his identity. Right? He collected all the uh, collectibles, put them in ga- uh, glass cages made $50,000 because a Dutch couple wanted to sleep amongst those totems. And because he never dealt with it, he absorbed it into his identity. And then he becomes kind of fated to repeat that mistake, which is what he ends up doing. And it ends up killing him, his family, and all of his friends. I, I think that he's like suppressing it on a deep level that doesn't allow him to move beyond it. And forces him to make the same mistakes again. Yeah, I don't I don't agree. I agree but with I can I can see your point but I don't agree. Yeah, Dave, what were you going to say? No, I was just going to say I agree with you Stephen. I think the character of Jupe is really fascinating like you both are saying and he's a really good focal point because he's a good representation of kind of like today's celebrity. Yeah. As like not dealing with what's on the inside, but just continue, continue the the cash flowing. It's like like you he know, was an act, like a child star actor. So yeah. something horrible happened to him, and now he's found himself in another role. He's not playing himself; he's a cowboy. I want to move on. <laughs> if you guys had to rate the three films from one to three, where would you rank them now? This is three. This is number Get three. Get Out Get- is still number one. Us is number two. This is number three. Okay. I would say Us, This, and then Get Out. Noah, what, what were, what's say, your ranking? I'm, I'm going to say Us, Get Out, Nope. Okay. One, two, three. But I'm gonna, yeah. I, I think they're all very they're very close. You know, they're a very close race. It's not like they're all well made, there's too. huge chasms between them. Yeah. But I think we should probably reassess, right? We always reassess the like mm-hmm. and dislikes at the end if anyone's changed their mind. Because yeah, it feels like a lot out. has been a lot has been said, right? A lot has definitely been said. There's been some some uh, some dirt thrown. I'm gonna go first, mostly from Johnny. Yeah, I've thrown no dirt. I've sat here quietly and watched Titans battle. <laughs> uh, I I still like the movie. So check. I'll hold my thumb up. So oh, yeah. you did like this movie. The, the average <laughs> yeah. score, average score of this film is two out of five stars, which is, uh, wait, we didn't do the, we didn't do everyone's reassessment. No, but oh, that's, yeah. well, that's, is, is anyone, did, did anyone reassess? Well, we have after... to go. I just did mine. I'm holding okay. my thumb up. I'm holding my thumb up. Yeah. David. That's what's so fresh. That's what's so frustrating about the new system. David. Cause like, I do think it... people should see this movie, but I didn't like my thumb is uh, running, David. But theoretically, people have already seen this film right. you know, by if the time you're watching, watching this. this. So no harm, no foul. David. And you've already recommended that people oh, you should watch go. the film in theaters. Yeah. Let me let me think about it. Oh, my For God. It's been seconds. an hour. What are you doing? Just do something. <laughs> <laughs> so indecisive. It's David going to be like, it was the best movie of my life. Thumbs up. <laughs> no. I'm gonna start counting you down, David. No, 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 no
I changed. Really? Yeah, I felt like, I don't know, the sheer amount of passion and, you know, love and all the greatness, all the great scenes in it, as I was talking about it and what everyone else was talking about, made me realize that it does deserve a like. It deserves my star, my contribution. So all right. I, I think what you're struggling with, even, though I, have, even though I have big problems with it, I think. Yeah. I am going to. I think it deserves this, so Johnny. We I'm you good. did an admirable job of uh, convincing Noah <laughs> to change his opinion. I it was the sailor. Stephen, that's all you. I think yeah, the sailor moon comment. I think Noah, <laughs> what your frustration <laughs> is, which I didn't really get. To, I think there was a lack of a. There wasn't the same dopamine pump of this movie as a lot of movies nowadays. And I think sometimes we leave a movie and don't feel it. We think we didn't love it, hmm. but I think it's just. It's just not flooding you with dopamine pumps, basically. I will stand by my comment that I wish it was about Jupe because yeah. of his personal connection to the story. So I will say that, but I still think this movie deserves a, Nick. a star for me. All right. David, what is that? Awesome. No, I, was, oh, I was waiting for Noah to finish. Oh, my God. Okay. What is, this is not the David show. Just put your thumb up. It's like, <laughs> like Commodus and Gladiator. Like, it's even his... Yeah, I'm gonna leave it down. <laughs> All right, so this is a three out of five stars rating. Um, no. I mean, most of us are rating it as their, his third movie, right? So. Um, I don't know what that means, but sure. <laughs> what does in that his, mean? In his, yeah, like, I, I, uh, said, I said two. Out of a ranking. I said, oh, yeah, so, ranking. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so three out of five stars. That's the final ranking for Nope. Noah changed his opinion, which is a shock to me because I feel like it's very hard to change your opinion. He it wanted his opinion changed. Opinion. It's yeah. what's so frustrating because I feel like this movie no, no, no. for Matt, me. His, was, oh, okay, so end the, the, the recording and then I'll just. His yeah, mouth, yeah. his mouth said no, but his eyes said yes. <laughs> no, it's just hard. It's just hard when I'm putting so that hard. in the beginning of this. Like, <laughs> I'll just say this: it's so hard when there's like 30, 30 Star Wars shows coming out and yeah. seventy Marvel movies coming yeah. out, and then this movie comes out and I don't give it a like. Like this movie needs yeah, to yeah. be seen. It needs to be supported. And the trash that is those other, not that they're bad, they're just too much junk food. And I just want, when quality things come out, I want to support them and I want people to see them. So that's why I'm going to yeah. say I like it, even though if I have disagreements with it. Appreciate that. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to close this out. Thank you everyone for listening to our <laughs> hopefully coherent <laughs> podcast recording. If you like this episode, uh, feel free to drop us a comment, uh, you know, give us any feedback, you know, share any theories or references that we may have missed. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. If you're listening to this from the audio side of the world over at Spotify or Apple Podcasts, uh, drop us a review and come over to the video side and um, we can start a discussion here right on YouTube. Um, and as always, thank you again for spending time with us today. We look forward to more reviews in the month of August. Um, um, and um, we're the spooky screen telling you to stay spooky until we meet again. Bye. Stay spooky.